The Lord's my shepherd. I have all that I need. He lets me rest in green meadows. He leads me beside peaceful streams. He renews my strength. He guides me along right paths, bringing honor to his name. Even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid, for you are close beside me. Your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. You prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. You honor me by anointing my head with oil. My cup overflows with blessings. Surely your goodness and unfailing love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will live in the house of the Lord forever. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this psalm, and we thank you for all that it tells us about who you are. And we pray that you'd help us to see more of you this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, we're thinking about this psalm. I wonder, maybe some of the younger folk amongst us, who wrote Psalm 23? Anyone got any ideas? If, you, if you're not sure, shout it out. Who's going to say it? Anyone know? Someone slightly old. Go on then. David. David. Brilliant. Well done. Now, David was a king. But who can tell me what David did before he was a king? Go on. He was a shepherd. David was a shepherd. He was a shepherd. And that's amazing, isn't it? When we think about this psalm, that David is writing this psalm as someone who was a shepherd. So he's using his experience in this psalm to help us think about who God is. Everything that he says in this psalm is from his own experience. And I've been learning a lot this week as I've been thinking about shepherds, but particularly as I've been thinking about sheep. And we're going to think about that in a moment. But first of all, I found a really cool way of learning the first uh, five words in this psalm this morning. So I want you to just wiggle, show me your left hand for a moment. Wiggle your fingers. That's it. Brilliant. And we can use our left hand to remember the Lord is my shepherd. Are you ready? So imagine that this, your thumb is like the T. It's, it's, it's the start. It's the sort of the chunky bit that starts something. So that stands for the. So your thumb stands for the. Then if you put your next finger up, look, it spells. It spells. <laughs> it shows an L, doesn't it? It shows an L. And actually in sign language, that is Lord. That is the BSL, the British Sign Language for Lord. So we can say the Lord. Then when you get your middle finger, it's, it's the biggest finger in most hands, isn't it? Most hands, anyway. Uh, apologies if yours isn't. Um, and the middle fat finger is, is really sort of the, the one that stands out. So we can say, is. It is there. So we can say, the Lord is. And then we get the fourth finger, which is, of course, the ring finger. And in marriages, people wear a ring on that finger to remind them of um, them of a really, really important relationship. And so we can say that that fourth finger represents my. It's about relationship. So we've got the Lord is my. And then at the very end, all the time, it's always there. It might be little, but it's always there. And of course, David, when he was a shepherd, he was very little, wasn't he? That stands for shepherd. So we can go, the Lord is 
my, oh, shepherd. Isn't that a good way of remembering those words? So next time you look at your left hand, you can go, oh, yeah, the Lord is my shepherd. And we're going to think about what that means today. We're going to go through the whole psalm, don't worry, quite quickly this morning. So I have been learning a lot about sheep this week. Here's my sheep. Isn't she cute? This is Mar. She was um, in Babe, not this actual one, but this is Mar from Babe, if you remember that, um, that film. And um, I've been learning a lot about Mar and other sheep this week. I've learned that if they're left alone, sheep wander off, don't they? They get into trouble. All sorts of problems occur. And let's face it, we know, don't we, that we're a bit like those sheep. Hands up if you think you're a bit like that sheep. Yeah, that we can wander off, can't we? We can get ourselves into trouble. We can um, do all sorts of things that um, we just shouldn't do, don't we? We get lost. But let's read what this first verse says. It says this. Let's say it together. The Lord's my shepherd. I have all that I need. This passage reminds us that God is our shepherd and that we don't need to worry about anything because in him we find everything we need. Even if we go wandering off, we have a good shepherd who loves us and cares for us. That's the first verse. Let's just go on to the next verse and let's read this one out. Are you ready? He lets me rest in green meadows. He leads me beside peaceful streams. Now, I've got a sort of a visual aid here. It's not the best, but we've got the water here, and then I've got a green towel. So the green towel this morning is just going to be... That's the green meadow. I, I told you it was an interesting visual aid. But there we go, reminder that we've got the water and the meadow. And you might have noticed this morning, actually, those of you who may be a bit older, as we read those words, that they might not have been quite as familiar as you were expecting. I did that slightly on purpose, I'm sorry about that, because sometimes when we look at a passage of scripture, we know the words so well that they trip off our tongue, and we don't really think about what they're saying, which is why I chose a slightly different translation this morning. Sorry if that threw you. You might not like the words that we used, but it's good because it reminds us of something more. So as I said, I've learned loads of things about sheep this week. I've learned all sorts. And I have found out that it is almost impossible to make a sheep lie down um, without four things. Sheep need four things to enable them to lie down. The first is, it's impossible for sheep to be made to lie down if they're afraid. That makes sense, doesn't it, really? The second thing, it's impossible to, for sheep to lie down if they're in a fight with another sheep. They're thinking about that. They just want to fight. That's what they want to get on with. Thirdly, sheep won't lie down if they're hungry or thirsty. Then about you, but I know that one. I can't go to bed if I'm hungry or thirsty. And finally, sheep won't lie down if um, they have flies or anything like that around them. It's a weird thought, isn't it? And when we think about those things, actually, a lot of those apply to us as well, don't they? We can't rest if we're afraid. We can't rest if we're involved in a fight or a disagreement with somebody else. We can't rest if there's things buzzing around our head, those things that worry us. We can't rest if we're hungry or thirsty. But do you know what? The Lord is your shepherd, and he loves you, and he cares for you. 
And all of those things can be sorted and found and cared for in the Lord, our shepherd. Okay, the next one. Let's read the next verse. It says this. Let's say it together. He renews my strength. Now, I found out this week that sometimes sheep get turned upside down. Oh, it's really sad for me to do that, isn't it? But it turns out that's called being cast down in sheep world. That's my words. Um, and apparently it's because sometimes their wool gets too heavy, so it gets full of stuff, so they fall over. Or they're trying to lie down, but it's not flat, and they fall over onto their backs, and it's called being cast down. I didn't know that. I don't know if you did. And the problem is, the sheep get really, really worried and scared, and they start wiggling their legs around, but they can't do anything about it, and they can't get up. They need somebody else to help them to get the right way up. They need the shepherd to restore them, to help them. And let's face it, sometimes we can get like that, can't we? We can get a bit cast down. We can get a bit anxious. We can um, not know how to get back on our feet. But God is our shepherd, and he can help us. He can help us through our relationship with him, through uh, what others say to us, through reading his word, through prayer. Okay, next one. Are you ready? Let's say the next bit together. He guides me along right paths, bringing honor to his name. So for this, I've got a signpost. There we go, and it just says, go this way. There we go. That's my signpost this morning, um, reminding us that we need to follow God's way. Sheep, I've discovered, are creatures of habit. They will blindly follow another sheep in front of them, even if they're going in the wrong direction. They'll just keep going. No, it's that way. They keep going and following another sheep. We've all done that sort of thing, haven't we? I did it once. I followed my dad down the road, got to the end of the road, realized it wasn't my dad. (laughs) I was old enough to realize and, and get home, but it's so easy to just blindly follow, isn't it? And it's only afterwards that we realize... But do you know what? God is a God who leads us, who can lead us in the right direction. And of course, that will honor him. We just need to acknowledge that he's there. Before the service, we had a picture, and the picture was of a load of sheep sort of stood against a fence, looking at what they could have won. That sense of, well, what's beyond there? Whereas behind them was a massive, big pasture and field, and they just hadn't recognized it. Sometimes we look in the wrong direction and God says, hang on a minute, go this way. How might God be saying that to you this morning? Okay, let's do the next one. You ready? Even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid, for you are close beside me. Your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. I found out this week that a sheep has two main tools for leading the sheep, the shepherd has the tools, sorry. Um, And they have two things. They have a rod and a staff. And the rod would be used to defend the sheep um, from their enemies. Um, Maybe the shepherd would throw the rod. It might be used to stop the sheep going somewhere dangerous. But also, they would have a staff which looked something, (laughs) sort of, sort of like this. This isn't a very good example, but you see what I mean. And it's got a hook, and the hook would have been used to just pull in a sheep if the sheep 
um, needed to be checked, or if a, a lamb had got separated from its mother. It was used to guide the sheep along the right path as a gentle reminder that the shepherd was there. Isn't that a beautiful image of our good shepherd, of our God, who loves us, who protects us, who cares for us, who guides us and leads us? I love that image of who God is as our shepherd. Okay, we're nearly there, going through this incredible passage. The next one, and I apologize in advance for my visual aid for this, because it turned out when I looked in my house that I didn't have what I needed. The next bit, let's say it together. You prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. So here we have a a tablecloth reminding ourselves that God prepares a feast for us. A special banquet, a feast. And did you know that the shepherd would go up to a high place during the summer months with the sheep, and the shepherd would go ahead, would make sure that there was nothing in the way, that there weren't any poisonous plants or anything like that, any dangers on that field. And so the shepherd would be making sure, would be preparing a place for the sheep. And of course, that's exactly what God does for us. Jesus said in John 14, he was preparing a place for us in heaven. And of course, he also said that he is the way to that place. And of course, it reminds us as well that we know that we have an incredible heavenly banquet awaiting us. Isn't that a good reason to keep going, even when it's difficult to keep going, knowing what is awaiting us? Okay, the next one. You honor me by anointing my head with oil. My cup overflows with blessings. Now, did you know that in Israel, um, when uh, guests come to your home for dinner, your responsibility to them is to anoint their heads with oil and to welcome them, to make sure they've got everything they need. And the oil was a way of anointing them to say um, that they were special, that they were guests. But also, it was to moisten the skin, because, of course, Israel is surrounded by desert. And shepherds use anointing as well. Remember I said that sheep don't like the flies all around them? Well, the shepherd would put oil on the sheep's head to protect the sheep from the flies, to stop the flies landing on the sheep, and it would keep the sheep calm. And, of course, God anoints us with his Holy Spirit, showing that we are special, that we are set apart for God. Isn't that a beautiful image? I do have some oil. I said I had one visual aid that wasn't quite right. Um, I couldn't find any oil. So there's some fry lights. <clears throat> there we go. <laughs> Reminding us of the oil there. Okay. Now, where are we up to? I think we're nearly at the very end. Let's say this final one together. Surely your goodness and unfailing love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will live in the house forever. And I thought, as a final illustration, I would do a little experiment. And you know that these always go really well (coughs) when I do them. (laughs) Here goes. (laughs) So we have 
a piece of paper, and a glass. And sometimes, it's really hard, isn't it? When we think that God is with us, sometimes it's really hard, isn't it, to, to, to picture that because we cannot see him with us. So I wanted to find a way to show us and remind us that he is with us. Okay, so I've got a piece of paper and I've got a glass. And I'm going to just screw this piece of paper up. And I'm going to put it in the glass. Now, there's nothing in that glass, is there, apart from that piece of paper? Yes? Nothing else in there? I can assure you it is completely just paper and glass. Now, I'm going to put this glass in that water. Now, what might happen to the paper in the glass? Will it get wet? Do you think it will? Let's have a go and see. Let's see. So I'm putting, you can see it, I'm putting the glass in all the way. Okay, and I'm going to take it out. Let's see. Oh, hang on. The paper's completely dry. The paper is completely dry. And of course, that is because there was something in that glass, wasn't there? What was in the glass? Air. And it made a vacuum, sort of. I don't really understand the science, but it, it protected the paper. So we could say, as this paper says, I am always with you. Isn't that a wonderful reminder that our good shepherd is always with us? So let's just remind ourselves of what we did at the very start. We said, the Lord is my shepherd. Isn't that good news this morning? Amen. Amen. Are we singing? Are we singing?